This is Hearts of Oak Podcast. Free speech, religious disagreement, children's rights, and open and free discussion on any topic are bedrock to a democratic free society, and we seek to promote and champion these basic rights. Join us. Let's keep the conversation going. Hello, Hearts of Oak. Welcome to another interview on a completely different topic. Mark Steele is about to join us, and it is on 5G whether it's damaging, dangerous, unsafe. It's a topic that's come up a lot, and Mark Steele is certainly a name that always pops up when you look at this issue. He has worked on this, studied this for a long time, the dangers of electromagnetic radiation generally, and 5G and the negative aspect of that, whether it's planned or not, whether it's a a kill weapon. I've heard that phrase used. Actually, that phrase I think I read from Alex Jones last year, where Alex Jones leads. I think we all follow eventually. That's one thing I've learned. But over the last three years, I think we've called into question so many things. And 5G, I think, fits into that box of things that some of us have begun to question. Uh, When we're told the vaccines are safe and effective, I think we can ask the same about 5G. Is that safe and effective as well? So the same question. Great conversation uh, with Mark. We talked all about his background, looked at the 5G rollout, looked at why it's dangerous, looked at how it can be used. A lot in, in 45 minutes. We could have gone a lot longer, but um, it is a big subject and it's good to, I think, keep it short, certainly for the first time. So I know you'll enjoy Mark Steele immensely. So here he is. It's wonderful to have Mark Steele with us to unpack this. Mark, thank you for your time today. Thanks, Peter. That's just great to uh, be on eventually. Uh, so when you get the information <laughs> <laughs> about, about what's really going on, <clears throat> yeah, and I had the the privilege of meeting Mark back end of last year, uh, and uh, we I kept meaning to come back to him and and arrange a a time to come on and hadn't. And it was actually a, a friend over in the US had sent me an article on five G, and Mark's name was mentioned, and I re- remembered. I need to get Mark on. So great to have you on. Saveusnow.org.uk, you're very much involved in that. Actually, it's a a political party, but there's a lot of information there as well. Do you want to maybe introduce yourself and touch on Save Us Now as well? All right. Uh, Well, I've got a background, an engineering background. I'm an inventor, patent writer, and I've been involved in a number of uh, projects over many, many years. I've spent... Well over, you know, 35 years in research and development, I've developed my own products, I've brought them to market. So I understand the, you know, the, the different types of, uh, you know, how you how you go about taking something as an invention and then actually bring it to market. So through international standards, etc., all products have and are required to fit within some type of standardised regime for safety. All right, so you cannot just be you know, manufacturing things and send them across the world and them not being able to uh, be safe to customers because obviously you're going to end up in, in a bit of trouble there. And what we found is a lot of this technology, they call it killer tech for a reason, pretty lethal. I got myself exercised about the virtual reality headsets, you know, the VR headsets. Yeah. I mean, how they got away with that, I'm not really sure how that's even trying to get away with it or even thinking that they can continue getting away with it. Not only do they make you sick, that optical radiation is extremely uh, 
problematic. Mm. You kind of just, uh, you know, focus optical radiation into people's eyes. But that's a, it's a whole other story to 5G. But it is interconnected. You know, the whole virtual world, this whole cloud compute network. Uh, and what we did, I found uh, in the early part of 2016, we looked at council had fitted uh, LED streetlights uh, with these uh, antennas where they were spraying a lot of radiation. It's basically a spine piece of equipment. 5G is for backhauling data out of its environment. Okay, so it basically just data scavengers, and it's something that your local council want to sell to the highest bidder. Now, some of this equipment can actually listen to what people are saying. You know, you can you can actually uh, pick up sound audio with them. Uh, some of it's uh, urban radar. The really concerning bit of the equipment that we had in the gated area, it had a dielectric, uh, it was a high gain dielectric lens. Now that then, it's a whole other ball game. That allows me to target a choir and possibly uh, do some serious damage or even kill somebody. These electromagnetic radiation weapons programs, I worked at a secret weapons facility uh, in the 80s to understand about electromagnetic radiation, what we call direct energy in air, direct energy weapons. They're lethal, all right? Uh, we know that because, you know, the Havana syndrome. Now, governments have always tried to pretend that these 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 pieces of equipment don't exist because they use them against dissidents. They've used them, you know, I mean, if you listen to Barry Trowell, he'll tell you about the weapons that were used against, uh, you know, uh, dissidents in Ireland. Anybody who they don't like the look of, they can basically sit outside your home and pour this radiation into your home and cause you to have a neurological breakdown and actually cause, uh, you know, a physiological uh, brain damage. So you can actually, uh, you know, you can actually, you can visit this, you can see it. Um, and that's what we found in the uh, Havana syndrome attack, where the, there was a lot of misinformation being put out at first about it being an ultrasound weapon. I can tell you now, these microwave radiation weapons are far more sophisticated. Uh, ultrasound's very helpful if it's for subsea. It's a far better medium to travel sound waves in, uh, and especially at distance. So you would use it if you're in air, you're going to use a microwave radiation type weapon system. So we knew it was a microwave radiation weapon. And what happened? The US government have had to admit now that the injuries that the embassy staff suffered were from microwave radiation because they're getting compensation for it. It was something they didn't want to go there. You know, these weapon systems have been around for. 40s, the Rush, the Germans uh, were testing directional weapon systems on camp inmates. That technology went under operation paperclip to the US. They then, you know, just kept on developing it. And some of this equipment is extremely, extremely sophisticated, far more advanced than what a lot of people would like to imagine. Uh, and you just don't see it because it's, a, like I said, they're secret programs. Now, the gated area... Uh, <clears throat> I spoke to the council. I spoke to a number of councillors. I knew I knew councillors, so I spoke and I went to the council to uh, which I explained my concerns about this particular type of technology. It was all just a little bit over the top of the head, and I think deliberately, you know, these people are willfully ignorant to this type of technology. Um, I explained how dangerous it potentially could be how a great a security risk it is, you know, how can, these systems can be hacked into. I know the operating platform, the equipment that actually uh, installed was already accessible by anybody. 
So this kit could be used for spying on the public, uh, basic urban radar. They can also uh, listen in on equipment in your home. And it was all part of this, this 5G network. Now, local council denied it was 5G. They said it was some 2G piece of equipment anyway. I then didn't get anywhere with the council, and that's why we set up the Save Us Now movement, and it was to give us some political cover because there is an element of protection, especially, you know, I'm telling people the equipment that they're going to install is going to kill you. Right? I'm telling people exactly what we now know to be true because in 2018, when they took me to court, they took us to court to gag me. Right, the had gag is what they said was I was frightening people in the locality by telling people that they would die from this equipment that had been installed. Uh, unfortunately, at the time, we only had a small increase, you know, probably one, two percent increase in heart attacks, uh, two or three percent increase in stroke, which is significant, but not significant enough for, uh, you know, for, for you to really, uh, you know, get 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 to the bottom of it. And but unfortunately, now. We've got near 20 and 30% uh, increases. Uh, and week on week, we're seeing an extra 1,000 people in the UK die. And I can guarantee you, this is the contaminated bioweapon, which they call a vaccine. I know all about our programme for track and wet on the battlefield. And it's interconnected with the 5G network. But it, they haven't weaponized it as a weapon yet. Because you, you will see people... When they weaponize this technology, you'll see people just basically causing a tonic seizure and collapsing in the street. I haven't seen any videos of that in the UK. I, see, I saw quite a few of the test of it in Wuhan, and we've seen some from around the rest of the world. Now, I know this might sound very, very unbelievable, and that's why I always tell people to do your research. Don't take my word for it. The council took me to court and uh, they said I was a conspiracy theorist. I was frightening vulnerable people, and it was amazing that people actually believed me. However, the problem that I had, they had actually, you know, they, they put a lot of uh, media coverage out. They took press releases out that went internationally. They were totally falsified. Um, they were fabricated uh, pieces of information and basically a criminal conspiracy to cover this whole thing up. Because what we had at the time in Gated was we had a large number of women losing babies at near full term. I'd already measured the radiation levels in a number of people's bedrooms where we were getting lots of complaints. So I had the actual evidence of this radiation impact. And that radiation, people have to always understand, it's accumulative over time. So even though that's smaller amounts, you know, it's not as powerful as an X-ray, this radiation accumulates. So the more that you get, the more biological damage over time. It's how you get skin cancer. Mm. Skin cancer is, is a, occurs in people with, you know, poor diets, etc. But skin cancer occurs on people who continually go into the sun. So it's, a, it's, it's an accumulative radiation. That's non-ionizing radiation. And that's man, that's a natural occurring, not man-made. Man-made something completely more toxic, whereas you've got an immersive non-ionizing radiation emission from the sun. That will give you skin cancer, by the way, even though they'll tell you, you know, these non-ionizing radiation emissions are perfectly safe. However, that's natural occurring, it's immersive, and we are symbiotic with natural occurring non-ionizing radiation. We're symbiotic with it. This man-made something completely 
different. It's toxic due to the square waves, Z waves, and the data packets that are actually embedded in it. It brings it at this whole toxicity uh, thing. So you'll Mark, start. Can I just step back slightly? Because uh, for me, certainly, I think over the last three years during uh, the the pandemic, um, that a lot of people have begun to question a lot. And I think it's into that kind of uh, reassessing our relationship between the authorities, the institutions, and those we, we trusted. And I think when you come to this, we're told, don't worry, something is safe. Well, uh, that doesn't mean it's safe. I'm going to question it. But for you, I mean, was there a uh, was there a point? Was there something you read? Was it just a, a buildup of your knowledge and understanding that made you begin to question specifically on the 5G issue? Well, I always knew that, you know, this type of uh, radiation causes pneumonia-type symptoms. So, you know, you'll get flu-type symptoms, viruses I can activate what a, what a doctor will exhibit you go to the doctors let's say you've got Epstein-Barr virus now he's going to tell you you've got a virus what I'm going to tell you is you've been hit with a 50 hertz frequency which exhibits to the medical community as a virus most viruses pneumonia all these different you know uh, let's say medical conditions can be you know can be uh, looked at as some environmental pollutant that's actually caused them and obviously electromagnetic radiation man-made in particular is that pollution that's why a lot of people go in the sun you know when you go in the sun you get herpes simplex virus well it's basically mm. just radiation pollution that comes out it's the body trying to get it rid of this uh you know this 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 pollutant that you that your body's absorbing you probably had too much and that's why you get people who go you know they go skiing and end up getting their cold sores and mm. how they get the cold sores obviously you've got a lot of light there but it's also reflecting on the on the on the on the snow and then bouncing back up into the face and that's how you sometimes get a nice suntan at the same time when you're skiing so it's all electromagnetic radiation so when the whole 5g thing and the whole corona virus a corona is an electrical discharge by the way <laughs> Mm. 5g mass so i mean i'm not i'm not saying that that's uh it, it just it, i think it's just, uh, just people you know uh it's a bit like a corona from the sun electromagnetic radiation emissions from the sun are called a corona as well uh so these radiation emissions uh cause all of the known symptoms that we saw exhibited with people with uh, coronavirus but one of the one of the things that we were uh, alerted to early on was the flu vaccines and how the flu vaccines had been contaminated with uh, and tungsten was the main contaminant now if i fill a body with uh, tungsten they've used tungsten in the filament for a reason okay um if i fill a body full of nanoparticulates and tungsten's the main ingredient has no pharmacological reason why it would be in a vaccine and but if i hit that with a modulated frequency from any network you know it wouldn't have to be 5g i mean obviously 5g is a lot more powerful it's a lot more focused so consequently it's going to pose a significantly larger risk to people who've had the flu vaccine they're possibly going to get very sick and could possibly die and we know that there was corona type symptoms that medics were um you know, they were, they were recognising that these symptoms were right away 2019. Well, lo and behold, 2019, 
was one of the main switch ups for 5G. Okay. We were a test bed. Gated was a test bed. Mm. Uh, Bristol, Rotherham. There was other areas in the country, so it's not an exhaustive list where these technologies were being tested. Anyway, we go on to the we get to the court case um, when the council tried to gag us, and unfortunately, it was the biggest mistake they ever made because mm. we got into the court uh, and basically after they basically fabricated most of the evidence, they lied. Mm. Fortunately, had a police officer who was actually at that court case who told the truth. They said I'd made threats to kill. Uh, several of them had, and there was a police officer who was actually in ES shot. And he was one of the first witnesses on the stand. And I made it quite clear about this threat to kill uh, narrative. And he said, look, Mr. Steele, I was, you know, I, I didn't hear you threaten to kill anybody. So I had one honest police officer who mm. saved me from, you know, some possible other very serious uh, charges of threats to kill against the council. The mayor, the mayor said, you know, I basically uh, threatened her in the council chamber. It's totally false. Chief Executive said I went and attacked her in the council chamber. That was totally false. Unfortunately, you talk about serendipity. There was a uh, there was a chap who was actually in the public gallery, a guy called Stephen Preston. He videotaped the whole thing. So they basically lie in, in their statements. And this video then pops up. Judge is watching it and he goes, well, Come on, Mr. Steele, how many times have you been to Gated Council? He's thinking this is a different time. Mm. And I go, once. And he's like, you can see the judge is totally dumbfounded. So he's got these statements from the executive and the mayor saying I basically went to attack them. And uh, they had to eject us from the from the building. <laughs> I was wrestling out the building. I mean, told them, I mean, you want to you, you talk about making stuff up. I mean, these people are just pathological liars. But I mean, politicians aren't. They? Let's be honest. Yeah. They've, they've, they've just they've proven themselves to be pathological liars. I think we've we've got you know like to, uh, Sir Christopher Chup, uh, probably a handful of conservatives. You know. Uh, 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 Bridging, who's doing a fantastic job. We've got some great MPs. I tell you what, yeah. we need a lot more because if this whole thing carries on, it's going to be horrendous. And like I said, at that particular court case, this equipment will kill and they won't be able to cover up the body count. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. I did predict uh, what was going to happen. Let, 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 me, let me put, because I, um, I think there are two separate things in my mind. And I know, I think I, I saw a similar statement uh, from Alex Jones last year talking about people living close to 5G kill grids are going to die from cancer. I think we've all learned that Alex Jones uh, well, could be called a prophet because a lot of what he says has come true. Uh, but there are two separate things. One is uh, technology that has been used and with a rush to market, with a rush to making money, you have side effects. Another side is actually this is targeted for killing. So, but on the on the danger side, because obviously you've got the electromagnetic spectrum, you've got X-rays, you've got microwaves, which can be very harmful if it's low burst. You've then got radio waves, which uh, aren't aren't harmful. Um, now you've got five G, which um, we are told is not harmful, completely benign. Um, but you're saying that part of the electromagnetic spectrum is extremely hard for me. what is it about 
5G? Is it because there's just going to be towers everywhere that everyone's using it? Is it the widespread of use? Is it targeted? Tell us specifically on that. It's Well, there's two elements to it. There's two technical parameters for 5G. One's densification. So let's say I had a large 2, 3G network, okay? It could, let's say, be a telecare, so a medical uh, network. I'll stick it on every single... Um, on every single uh, chimney pot, and all of a sudden I've created a 5G network because 5G is about mesh networks and it's about densification. Now, the densification, the more radiation I bring into an environment, the more toxic it is. That's how I know that that particular part of 5G, the densification is a weapon. It's a weaponized part of it. The other specific, the other specifics, technical parameter of 5G is the focusing of radiation in air. So I can cause, there's a number of different antennas, phased array is one of the main ones mm. where you have a number of different elements, you offset the signal and you cause a beam wave, a, a, a lobe of radiation in a in a densely packed uh, field and consequently, and that's what they use for, you know, these um, active denial systems, they use a, a focused beam at the target, uh, that's what 5G is. 5G is that equipment. It's the same equipment. However, the military will tell you that it's non-lethal. That's absolute garbage. These are lethal technologies. I've got the pictures. I can show you some of the victims. They're not uh, They're not healthy at all. Uh, basically, I can cook you to death. I mean, some of these 5G masks, I mean, we got some stuff, um, some antenna design, 160,000 watts. So you've got 1,000 watts microwave cooker these can beam hundreds of thousands of watts and i mean we've got one piece of intelligence which shows an antenna that can emit a 386,000 watt beam in the main lobe at a target now that's not going to cook a person that's just going to knock the house down mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so this equipment now one of the really interesting things if you look at the mic micros uh, the 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 Microsoft uh, patents, right? They've got patents for delivering a cryptocurrency on bodily activity. Okay. Now, we've already done the magnetias test. We've got guys across the country who are going out testing people near the magnets to show that they've got a magnetic field emission in the deltoid. This is the people who. It's stable in the deltoid. Some people that didn't aspirate the syringe, consequently, that. You know, they might just they could drop down dead immediately. It's where the where the uh, the nano particulates have migrated across the body. But those the real purpose of that COVID nineteen injection is so they can inject a stable antenna in the deltoid. Then I can track you, mm. and I've, it's all interconnected with um, Microsoft the uh, Azure. Right, which is their 5G cloud computing piece of kit. It's all interconnected with the masts that they've attached to your streetlights. So the streetlight furniture, Telenza, uh, one of the main ones who are working with Microsoft to create this cloud computing system so they can analyze the data locally. They can then harvest all that data back. The local authorities say you're their property, so they're gonna they're gonna sell that data. Because uh, obviously they can hear you, they can see where your car's parked. If your car's parked on a double yellow, it'll get an automatic fine. 
they'll not need traffic wardens to go out because obviously the urban radar can scan everything in real time and it can actually create this this data that the council then sanction you if you put the wrong piece of uh, material in a bin so they can monitor smart bins they can see whether it's uh, if it's been recycled properly if it's not then you get another sanction this is what it's all about and also using goods in your home when you finish with your last tin of beans you put it in the bin and the next minute you up pops an advert for special offer for beans as that mm. whoever whoever the highest bidder this is the technology that they're proposing what they haven't taken in consideration the health effects the health effects will kill or killing we're seeing close to three and a half thousand extra dead, four thousand extra dead over a five year, and the five year average has been pretty big because you've been through a pandemic. Where unfortunately, people when they switch this five G on, a lot of people who are had had this these flu jabs were just dropping down dead. You know, getting pneumonia type symptoms. It's basically, it enhances the radiation that they were being bombarded with from the five G switch on. So the whole thing's interconnected now. I'm pretty sure behind the scenes is some very, very nefarious activity going on because why would anybody want to put um, uh, nanoparticulates into uh, flu vaccines? There's no, there's, no, there's no purpose for it. It was done deliberately, nefariously, and it was a malicious attack to create this COVID-19 pandemic and then what happens? They can then they've come in with all of these control measures, you know that that central bank digital currency, uh, you know new type of digital passport, the digital yeah. prison, the whole digital prison warfare. Your local councils have been weaponized against their own populations. The just the trouble is with your local council, they're full of very very thick people who want to try and encourage you to get into an electric car that will sterilise, well, give you leukaemia and sterilise your children. But you see, they're that dim. They don't understand the mechanics, what the real plan is, depopulation and to steal all private wealth and all private, pri private industry, private wealth. So you've got councils now shutting in their local areas so traffic can't get down there. Private businesses then go bankrupt. Council gets into more and more debt because it's got more and more sick people Go remember since the switch on a 2019, they've actually added another half a million people to the full-time sickness register. They've killed a few hundred thousand, by the way, but they've already added another half a million to full-time sick. Now, anybody that understands the sickness claim uh, issue at the minute, it's extremely difficult. I mean, I know a guy; he was smashed up in a car crash in 1976. Uh, he, he has one of these um, disability scooters, drives around, has loads of, uh, you know, health issues. They actually signed him off just about six months ago. And the reason for that is because you could actually go into the uh, assessment. He can speak and he can get in front of a computer and he can use a computer because his hands are fine. He just, he just can't walk around. So this is the type of activity and so if you think about so they've actually had to add another half a million to those claimants that impacts on the local authority it impacts on the local services which and we can show that this radiation which does increase parkinson's risk cancer risks diabetes crohn's disease all these ailments these neurological damage 
mental health problems, anxiety, suicide rates, stratospheric. You know, I mean, the uh, Gateshead Council, it was so bad in Gateshead mm. that what they did, they carried out a, a study. They got a number of the uh, institutions up here, local universities, to do a study. And they came back and said it was uh, universal credit that had caused this massive increase in, in suicides. However, Bristol University had, it was catastrophic. Bristol, where students were committing suicide, they weren't on universal credit. So the whole narrative was but that that falsified and fabricated this. It was very similar to there was a group set up in Sheffield, and it was uh, Save Sheffield Trees uh, Action Group. Yeah. Anybody in that group that mentioned, because obviously Amy, who had the 5G contract to put this this equipment this the in, into the street furniture, they had to chop down all the trees, large number of trees. Anyway, they found out there's somebody, a whistleblower, the council wouldn't release the commercial contract, and anyway, a whistleblower did release it, and the plant had chopped down 30,000 trees in the in the city. So they could access this five this five G uh, network. Now, five G in the sub gigahertz range can travel through trees, not a problem. Okay, the issue that you've got is when the trees get wet. And if I was to pull what's called an EMP, electromagnetic pulse weapon, that would then cause you cause you a problem. But also the thing with trees, they keep the cities cool, and the whole point of climate change. I mean, in Birmingham, I'm going to Birmingham. If anybody's in the area, I'll be doing a talk on the, on the 7th, and I'm in court on the 8th. It's an online hearing, but I have to be in Birmingham because Birmingham courts. Okay. Well, I'll be with a guy down there who's suffering absolutely horrendous, uh, like physical damage, psychological damage, burns, skin burns off the radiation. He's, be, he's EMF sensitive. And obviously he gets rashes, burns, lots and lots of trouble with his uh, with his with his body from this radiation pollution. Birmingham City Council have fitted 107,000 of these 100 milliwatt transmitters to every single streetlight. It's an illegal urban radar network. It scans people's homes, backholes all the data. I don't know what collection cloud services they're using, but we'll probably find out. But this illegal urban radar, it's a total invasion of your privacy. Nobody warned you about it. Nobody told you anything about it. But these are 100,000. Now, they'll tell you that, you know, that equipment in, if it's ignorant guidelines. They're only talking about one. They're not talking about 107,000. You've got the multiplication of all these transmitters in a small environment. And what happens, this microwave radiation and those numbers a one milliwatt emission will cause a temperature increase. Okay, so you'll get a thermal. You'd, you'd actually mm. would feel it one milliwatt. These are hundred hundred milliwatt each, and there's a hundred and seven thousand of them. And they're going. Oh, the cities are getting warmer. I wonder why. I wonder why the cities are getting warmer. And that's not the main the main reason why climate change is happening. The ionospheric radiators, where in the chemtrail and where the chemtrail in the sky and the bounce now that was over the horizon uh, radar systems which i know quite a bit about and it's quite interesting a lot of these technologies are battlefield derived weapon systems and they're coming to a town near you and like i said they've weaponized your local council 
to do you harm, which is in breach of the terrorism laws because it's a political agenda. The whole climate thing is a fraud. Mm-hmm. It's a total fraud. It's a total nonsense. A hoax, just like that pandemic. And what they're doing, they're gonna they're gonna use that climate change narrative to force you into an electric car, to sterilize you, to give you leukemia, sterilize your kids. They're putting radar, urban radar up, which we know causes cancer. So you've got ubiquitous amounts of emissions, urban radar, absolutely lethal, where they're scanning the environment. Then you've got these urban radar transmitters on the streetlights, 107,000 just in Birmingham. You've got this, all the smart meters. If anybody's got a smart meter, get it removed. It's all about control. It's not about you. It's so that they can control and switch you off whenever they want. Or they can actually burn your appliances out. I can attack all the appliances in your home. Now, think about it. You've got a local authority, right? Somebody gets on the phone and goes, oh, listen, we've got 100,000 of these new LEDs, TV. Mm. All of a sudden, you wake up the next morning, your LED TV's broken, and you've got to go and buy another one. And they've just sold the advert on your smart, and another smart TV you have in the house. You see the advert pop off, special offer, LED. I mean, honestly, this is exactly where they're going with this. We, you know, this is the hill we're going to have to die on. We um, cannot are, to go on. Can I take us, I, I want to pick up on it being military technology, because... Uh, most of us have no idea what is actually developed and the public get to know decades later. Um, But you've kind of got two groups of people. You've got bad actors and you've got useful idiots. And both of those groups need to work together uh, to push something. When you look at the companies that are ruling this out, um, they are simply... I'm assuming, looking at making a, a large profit, getting market share. Um, and th- that's what it's about to the shareholders. So when you've got a mobile phone company pushing a 5G network, pushing 5G phones, it's about making as much money for the shareholders. So are they simply uh, useful idiots in this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally useful. Useful idiots, that's all they are. And your, your, your local councils, you see, one of the things with telecommunications networks, these mesh networks, first and foremost, the telecommunications are in Europe states, they have to do these EIAs, these are environmental impact analysis. I haven't done that. You've got your local council allowing 5G, this large, the larger mast, allowing 5G mast to be installed. That's the government have told them they've got to follow the guidance and not assess the environmental impact. They're not allowed to. So the councils are just doing as they're told, but they're in breach of the 2012 Social Care Act, which says your government and your local authority, the director for public health and your local authority in particular, has a duty to protect the health of the local population. So they're breaching, they're breaking the law, they're breaking the primary legislation Mm -hmm. so that they can follow some guidance because some twonk in some government agency said, Oh, by the way, when we do planning, we'll give them uh, basic uh, planning approval for what we can't do. We're not allowed to look at uh, health effects. That is just absolute. We can't look at the environmental impact. We can't. All we can do is look at the aesthetics. So if it doesn't look very nice, right, we'll put a big tower up. It doesn't look very nice. Then you can object. But you can't object to it killing you. Destroying the environment, you can't do anything. And what you definitely can't do is look at the power outputs. 
councils have been given self-certification from the installers all the installers we came across are empty vessels so that companies who don't have any assets so if there was any harm the equipment's uninsurable for harm the mm. tower the tower itself is uninsurable from a, a fatigue mechanics perspective so it could top over on top of you they're not insured okay they're not insured so there's no insurance they've just put this stuff in it's not tested to be safe it couldn't have been tested to be safe because if i tested it it would fail and that's why they never tested 5g see all the other communications networks you have 4g's 3g's 2g's 1g they were all tested for safety and that's why your first telecommunications masts got a fence round but you see that antenna operates on inverse square law, so you only have to be a few meters away from it and the radiation drops off significantly i mean i would like to sit next to one for a long time but you've got to remember you're driving past these you're walking past them you're only immersed in it in a few minutes and then all of a sudden the radiation drops off significantly what actually happened with 5g they're putting masts on your streets next to your schools next to your hospitals on top of hospitals i mean there's one really interesting thing about uk hospitals you know with the concrete buildings and the the fabric of the building is actually starting to degrade to such a degree where they're worried that the roofs are going to fall in well if i pulse modulate uh materials right with this energy because you know denser materials you pulse modulating that energy's got to go somewhere and it can fracture uh materials like concrete steel can all be disassociated at specific pulse modulated frequencies that's how some of the uh vaporizing type of technology the weapons bits right they get really interesting as we saw in 9 11 when the whole building just basically uh disappeared away across manhattan just blew away i mean that was that was quite an interesting um i mean obviously they did use uh you know they did use normal uh explosives but the more interesting part of that particular attack was the way it just vaporized the building that's the the weapon i was interested in um tell us more about because when as this is ruled out you see it in some countries being ruled out uh, i think me south korea might have been one of the first countries to have a um a network um what what kind of data are you looking at because you're you're looking at data of the impact of the 5g electromagnetic waves uh, you can i guess test that um then it's ruled out into a, a population so um how does how does that work because uh, i guess whenever you see uh medical issues like cancers we're all told cancer is going up um that seems to be linked to people getting a, a jab uh, so that's a separate story but kind of changes in uh, medical numbers, changing cancer rates. Um, how do you kind of analyze that and connect that back to 5G? Well, there's a the the, the spike. There's a there's a, a six sigma event. What happened in 2019 with a half a million people added to the uh, sickness benefit, and it's specifically in and around the time when the 5G network was actually installed. Okay. You know, radiation is an environmental pollutant. If I bring an environmental pollutant into an environment that all of a sudden a lot of people start getting cancer, the cancer rates and the reason why they're interconnected with the jab, the jab's full of nanoparticular contaminants. If I then put 
the when I vibrate that radiation at you, and especially in the blanket coverage, which is the sub gigahertz frequency, travels straight through the body, but it has an effect on those nanoparticulates because they then catch that radiation, they vibrate them, and we can, you know, <clears throat> if you look at uh, uh, explosives, right? High-powered explosives on the battlefield create nanoparticulates. Now, where soldiers, you know, get these, you know, I've, I've got a number of the, uh, you know, these documents where post-mortem, you know, people that have cancer in the kidney or the liver, whatever, and when they've actually, you know, done a biopsy, looked at the SULEC or microscopes, they've actually found it. The what caused this uh, cancer-causing event is some nanoparticulates so troops suffer it you know where they're dealing with uh, high explosives because you do create these nanoparticles nanoparticulates cause sterilization why anybody want to be injecting anybody with any is just beyond well it's not beyond our comprehension we know they have a depopulation plan we know they're attacking the west in particular it's all about you know depopulation taking your money if you understand the world economic forum Right, an international terrorism organization, right? Who you've got most of your people in cabinets across the across the world, they're all involved with the WEF, the WEF, unfortunately, are planning your death. They've got a plan in place, they're coming for you. Fortunately, whole thing seems to be falling to bits for them because unfortunately they didn't stabilize the antenna in the deltoid due to rushing the technology getting people inject people, not aspirating the syringe, and consequently, people dropping down dead immediately. A lot of people thought, uh, uh, yeah, I'll not be having that. So there's an awful lot of people haven't had the shot. Now, they have to come back and bring that again. Until they get every single person with that vaccine in them, mm -hmm. their way life is totally at risk. And that's the, the this is the problem. They're going to lock you down in these digital cities, digital prisons, whether it be food supply or other, and then they'll come along and go, you've got to take that. They have to get the tens of millions of people who haven't had it, they have to get them vaccinated. So what I'm going to say to people is, we are, our adversary is a structured, weaponized system against us. We need to have a structured response to it see i hear all of the, there's, a, there's enough of us make no mistake about it what we don't have we don't have enough unity and the reason for that we've got a lot of state actors embedded in the movement what i'm going to say is people always like to test them out very quickly ask them some simple questions is 5g safe is it a weapon system as soon as they go it's all it's well you know that that and you even if they're just ignorant, you don't want them about if they tell you the vaccine's a vaccine or a biochemical weapon. We've got all the data on that. I mean, Dr. David Martin does a fantastic job, not the only one, but does a fantastic job in identifying all the patents. And Bill Gates's patent, the antenna they've injected into you that he's had a great deal of input into and bunged up all the different institutions to tell you that it's safe and effective. Yeah. That antenna specifically, so he can create a cryptocurrency on your physical activity. That's what he's really after, and he's put it into this Azure net with the Azure. It's a Microsoft uh, cloud platform, so it'll be able to see you walking along the street from those transmitters on the top of the street lights. So it's watching you, and all of a sudden he's building a cryptocurrency on the back of it. 
that's really where that good what he didn't know well he probably did it's going to kill the larger proportion of the population so he ain't gonna get much on his cryptocurrency and at this rate we're seeing as of december i said it early on the bioweapons got a two-year fuse for so 24 months so it was the 8th of december in 2020 when they started the vaccines we're now starting to see as of december just gone we're starting to see an added thousand plus people every single week added to the kill rate if that carries on to the summer you know the back end it's you're going to be there's going to be fifty thousand extra deaths per week in the uk and they've already they've already killed them you know the fact that they've had that shot put in them now that is waste to mitigate it if anybody's listening to this you've had the vaccine make no mistake about it there is an antidote get in touch the greatest power to you is getting 5g stopped i mean that 5g network and especially in the street lights can target acquire you and can eliminate you causing a tonic seizure i just hit you with an 868 pulse and that's it you're dead and i mean yeah if you've got somebody there who can start your back up you know if you've got a defibrillator on that then maybe you do have a chance. However, um, if there's nobody about who knows how to use that equipment, bringing you back round is going to be a problem. Tell um, just to finish off that that connection between five G and the mRNA vaccine, um, and with them working together. I remember the first time I had Kate Shemarani on, and she started talking about this. This was early on. Um, I didn't know what to do with that conversation because it was just, whoa. Now I think you learn things, you assess what's happening, you become more aware. Um, but tell us more about, as we finish, that link between those two because what you're saying, the, the 5G masks can cause damage by themselves, but with the, the what's in the mRNA, that that is actually helping it or affecting it in some way so can we finish off on that if you've got leakage of the mrna so if you've got these nanoparticulates around the body and it's leaked into the body then obviously the electromagnetic radiation pollution is going to be problematic to you it just increases the toxicity because the nanoparticles they like sort of reflect they'll modulate at the frequency and what they'll do is they'll damage the cells you get oxidative stress which is precursor to cancer that's how you're getting people who are currently developing stage four not even going to stage one they're going to the doctors they're not well they get stage four and they're dead within months so that's what's happening the other people where it's been stabilized in the deltoid it needs to be removed and we're looking at ways to get it removed but what i'm going to say to people get an adm magnet powerful earth magnet they're not expensive test yourself in and around your deltoid if you get an attachment right get in touch with us We'll then put you on a uh, protocol, but what we'll do is we'll then go and take action. We need people. There's 30, 40 million people in this country who are victims of a crime. They need justice. And the sooner they start waking up to what's happened to them and stop trying to pretend that, you know, it's something they just want to bury their head in. The only thing they're going to be buried in is in a coffin, right? They don't stop this 5G network. It's planning to kill them. And the only thing that stopped it this war in Ukraine could go hot. If it does, they need a civilian population. It's probably one of the reasons why they've held off. Yeah. Mark, 
I appreciate your time. I'm glad that we got this sorted out eventually. Thank you for coming along and and sharing uh, your findings, your understanding, perspective on this. It's been fascinating. So thank you for your time today. Thanks, Peter. Was pleased to be on. If you like what we do, sign up to our mailing list. Donate, share, and subscribe to our many platforms at heartsofoak.org. Thank you for listening.